Are you a college student looking for extra guidance on how to figure out your life after college? Maybe you need to spice up your resume, find the best way to answer difficult interview questions, or you just want to be in the right mindset for determining your career path. My best-selling career ebook guide is now available on the official podcast website at whatfulfillsyou.com where you can also find the recent merchandise drop of the What Fulfills You daily signature notebook, which is my go-to vegan leather notebook for writing down gratitude, priorities, meeting notes, and so much more. You can find all of this on the official website at whatfulfillsyou.com. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth, if you are brand new here. Hello, welcome. A little bit about me since I only do this from time to time. I recently became a full-time entrepreneur, content creator, and so forth. I run my own creative marketing agency. I design figure skating dresses. I host this podcast, and then I do a little bit of content creation blogging on the side where I collaborate with various brands in the lifestyle space. Before we get into today's episode, I want to kick it off with a little bit of gratitude, something I, again, try to incorporate in most intros. And today's gratitude is none other than something I'm very happy about, which is being back on the bike in SoulCycle. I did my first SoulCycle class indoors, for the first time in I think about a year or maybe a little over a year and oh my gosh I'm feeling so sore right now as we speak like I definitely did not have a good night's sleep last night because I think I just started to feel really sore throughout the night and I fell asleep on my couch because I fell asleep literally at 7 30 p.m and I think I was just so wiped out from soul cycle and so I'm feeling the burn for sure, but I'm really happy to have been able to be back in the studio because it's been a long time and SoulCycle is one of those workout classes that just make me feel so happy and very fulfilled in my workout. And it was funny because the instructor was just talking about how it's something that we can take for granted prior to the pandemic. And now that we're back, I think we are going to hopefully practice being a little bit more mindful about how these things can be taken away from us in any second like it was during COVID. So I'm really grateful to just be back and being able to do something in a indoor setting instead of just outdoor workouts now. So let's dive into a little bit of the topic today. As you can probably tell from the title, I do share my reasons behind why I focus on meaningful relationships instead of other potential priorities like my career, my health, and etc. And ultimately, you'll learn that I find that your relationships and the strength of these relationships really correlate to your mental health, to 
you know, how well you feel in your career to the direction and trajectory of your life. And I've learned that through my own personal experiences and my own ups and downs, whether that was dealing with a really bad mental health state or just at a time when I didn't have these relationships. And that was almost the one thing that was missing for me and ultimately really made me feel depressed to an extent. So I hope this episode is useful and something that you can learn from and we will dive into it. So today's topic is primarily about why I focus on meaningful relationships outside of everything else instead of my career or like my health even i mean obviously that's a top focus but when it comes to fulfillment in particular i focus on building and cultivating meaningful and deep relationships for very specific reasons and if you follow me on instagram you may have saw recently that i had talked about how and why this podcast came about which was because I was very depressed my junior year of college and the way out of that chapter of my life was actually me focusing on building meaningful relationships because at the time I I was kind of evaluating okay what are you missing right now obviously I was only a junior so career-wise that wasn't fully established but I did have my business I did realize like there's so much potential for me to grow this and scale it and obviously bring in more income by the time I graduate and so that was obviously something I was focusing on but then the fulfillment aspect again because I'm not a believer in money or career success being your actual fulfillment in life but it's instead the relationships you build along the way So I want to share this because I do think this is something, A, that is not talked about as much when we are in our 20s, right? When we're in college, we are focused on other variables that come with the territory of being in college, right? But I also believe that we can start to shift some of the topics we talk about because I don't think there is a point where we are too young or too naive to discuss these things. Like, yes, it's a deep topic, but at the same time, I think that if we introduce these topics earlier on in life, that there may be a shift in not only our paradigm, but also how some people's trajectory may come out in their 20s versus how it has been on average in the past 10, 20, 30 years. So I'm going to dive into my first point. And the first one being that success, money, And any kind of external validation means nothing when you don't have a true support system to celebrate with you. And a great example, whether you like this family or not, is the Kardashians and specifically Kim Kardashian. Now, I... I don't want to say, I'm not like a hater of the family, but I'm also not like diehard Kardashian fans. But from a business standpoint and from a brand growing standpoint i've always been very curious as to their mentality around growing their brand right you have to give it to them in that sense that they have done something um you know taken something that was not the hottest thing to happen to someone right um in particular kim years 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 ago but they have turned it into an empire today However, on the finale episode, which I did watch on, you know, one of those Friday nights I was staying in, it was like, all right, I'm going to see, you know, what's going on 
with the end of the show. And in the finale, as we all know, Kim and Kanye West are, I think maybe their divorce has finalized or is still in the process. But nonetheless, they are divorced now and they're no longer together. Kim had admitted in that final episode that she has everything anyone could ask for, right? She has a lot of money. She has a big house, amazing clothes. She's gone through the glitz and glam, which I think, FYI, her and a lot of her sisters are very much over at this point because they realize it's not that fulfilling being successful and having the cameras in front of you all the time. And Courtney especially has admitted to that. But like Kim, I think, has come to that realization as well and enjoys this chapter of being a mom and pointed out during her conversation with Chris, her mom, in that she envisioned her life having more of a companionship in which she's obviously hinting that her and Kanye didn't necessarily have or at least at some point in the past two years they started losing out on it and Kim you know she's pursuing her dream to be a lawyer she's again very successful in her own way has made a lot of money and is just you know has everything that most people dream of having when you are not fully aware of what actually life is meant to be for, right? It's not about the Range Rover, the Ferraris, and all that. Again, it's nice, and Kim mentioned this, but at the end of the day, she didn't have, like, that partner to come home to, and they were very much on different wavelengths or frequencies, whatever you want to call it. And I think that in itself points out, like, Kim wanted a meaningful relationship with a husband, and she just didn't have that, And, like, out of all things, right, it seems, like, on surface level, like, how can you be unhappy? But she she said it in her conversation that she was unhappy. And she realizes now at the age of 41 or however however old she is that it is the small things. It's, like, the family aspect. It's having kids. It's being able to come home to that person and celebrate with you, right? And that's just something I've realized as well is, you know, whether this podcast takes off um, in a major way or, you know, my businesses boom even more, like that is great. And and sure, making more money is great because we need that fundamentally to survive. But again, it does mean nothing when you don't have, like, you know, for example, like when you, when something good happens in life or you win an award or you just something that you've been chasing, you finally accomplished, like there is always a one person that you ideally would want to call, right? Or text and let them know the good news, whether that's a best girlfriend, whether that's a parent, whatever. But that's why we do need not only just one person, right? But multiple people in our lives to have that community of people to support you like for me i can think of my best girlfriends again something i lacked in uh halfway through college like junior year um i didn't have like that those teammates around me to cheer me on but now i do you know i have my best friend avery who's been on this podcast i have my girlfriend dana who's also been on the show i have mike you like many people that have been on the show um who i've share that are my personal friends like they are definitely people that I would come to to let them know like hey this is you know what's happening or like I'm leaving my job whatever and so um, I think without that it makes all of the hard work and the success and all that not as fun so I think that's really important to keep in mind 
when you are trying to figure out what it is that you really want. And funny enough, I had a conversation with a old roommate of mine the other day and we were talking because she has been feeling in a rut in regards to pretty much not feeling fulfilled but ironically right like she's like a great example and i think again many people could relate to this in certain aspects of life regardless if it's like money or being really high up in a certain area of life but for her you know she works in more of a computer science like data industry so she's like an analyst so those types of jobs not only you know work more hours on average but also get do get paid more right so i think like her starting salary out of college was give or take like 65 70 grand and and up and then um you know again she's working 12 hours a day though this is actually funny when we lived together that was her first year out of college and i was a senior Um, in college and now she has moved on to like a new job about a couple months ago and I think her salary now is like at least 30 grand more she's definitely making six figures right but needless to say she had told me that she doesn't feel fulfilled in it she wants to look for a new job by the end of the year Um, but she also feels really confused because she just doesn't know what it is that she's missing and I had told her that she should dabble with the idea of like how her social group is and how her relationships are right because I even made it a point to her too like I was very lucky to have friends at my previous nine to five job I worked in sales so you know it's a very depending on what company you work for but like I had almost like a wolf of wall street kind of energy within my team so that just made it so fun for me and that is very much my personality when it comes to business and I loved it like I loved it though because of the people and like the people at the job said the same thing about their experience like we didn't really love selling payroll but we loved just the community and the atmosphere within the team and within the region that we worked in and I would say like I attribute my happiness or my fulfillment within my job probably like 90% because of the people and then 10% because of actually what I was doing um and that was a major wake-up call for me in having this realization as well but I did tell my friend too that you know for her being a female in an industry like that it's a lot harder to find those types of relationships in your work not that it's impossible but if you just literally pointed out the data in okay how can you find females between the ages of this and this and they have these interests and you know maybe they're not too nerdy per se in their computer science because again that's just kind of like a stereotype and she's not necessarily a data analyst nerd but you will come across more of those types in that field right and again major respect to those people because I could not do that job I would be very miserable and definitely not as keen in that area but I told her you know you gotta realize you'll most likely not have those kind of friendships at work but with that being said you need to counterbalance it with having really strong relationships outside of work so that when you do have these you know tiny annoying things that happen at work they don't feel as large to you because you have such a fulfilling life outside of work and so when you kind of mesh them together it counter 
acts the maybe the tiny negative aspects of work right aka the lack of fulfillment in it because she doesn't have the people there um and you know she had admitted to that she realized yeah she doesn't really have a really strong or deep support system in our area where we live and that's something that i've just been helping her work through just because i remember what it's like when i was building out my circle and i had reminded her too like when she had met me when we first lived together uh, three years ago i was exactly where she was in that aspect of trying to find my groove again with having the right people in my life and it takes a long time like that was three years ago right and so three years ago i I had just like the beginning nurturing of these friendships. And then today, these are the people that I go to when, you know, something good happens. And I think just before I wrap up this note, I will say that in order to find those people, from my experience, you have to be really specific about what you're looking for. And I have said this on previous episodes, but when you're looking for friends, it's just like dating and no one talks about that enough. You know, when it comes to girlfriends, I look for certain values, certain habits, certain traits, uh, certain lifestyle tastes, right? And it might sound so fucking anal, but it's not though. Because again, ideally, you want your friendships to almost be even more strong than your romantic partner, especially at this age. Because, you know, if you're in your 20s, you don't really know what's going on with you and your current romantic partner, like until you really get married and you're fully settled down, right? But until then, you want a support system that will go through the ebbs and flows of that this chapter of life, right? You want those friends to be able to call when a breakup happens and they're going to be there for you or when you leave your job and you're, you know, unsure of what's going on. Like you want those people to be there for you because romantic partners, they're not going to always be there for you in the case where that part, that chapter ends or that relationship ends. But friendship wise, if you again, have the same values. It's just a different type of relationship, right? It's just like you're not doing intimate, you know, things with each other, but instead you are sharing meaningful conversations. You are helping one another go more in depth with what each of you want to do in life, what each of you are seeking to get more of, and ultimately just be a support system uh, throughout one another's journeys. So for me, that's how I did it. I was really specific. And um, even when I was I guess my friend Bree, she calls um, like a friendship tour is what we kind of refer to that year for me where I was kind of just feeling out new people at my new school. And honestly, there's been there was plenty of people I remember that I was like hoping they had good potential, but there were definitely red or yellow flags, you could say, that just showed that we weren't going to be aligned as long-term friends. And that's okay, right? And that's, again, same exact concept when you are dating or when you were going on a little dating tour, right? Or when, you know, the girl on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, they are going on a little, you know, tour with all these 30 guys to see which one's going to be the best fit. And that's just how life works. So um, I think if you don't know exactly what you're looking for, it's going to be a lot harder to find those people. So I would say to start, take the time to self-reflect and think about what are my values and what do I want to be more of, right? What do I currently lack that would be great to, to have a friend that already has this so that I could kind of embrace that energy when I'm around that person? 
So the second reason why I focus so much on cultivating meaningful relationships is simply because we are social creatures. And that means we are designed to interact with one another and build strong bonds and connections. If you really think about it, how do you feel around your family or the friends that really just get you right like there's certain relationships you have in life and maybe you don't yet which is probably why this is a great episode for you but i remember the time when i didn't have that aha moment yet with certain friends right like i was looking for these deep meaningful connections and i just couldn't seem to find it and some of us don't even have it within our families and i think that's why again to counterbalance that you have to find that in your relationships outside of your family and your friends become your family it's kind of like that saying you can't pick your family but you can choose your friends and so i really apply that in my own life and i think that comes back to finding similar values with the people that you interact with or at least similar interests right so for me a lot of it is about philosophy i love to talk about stoicism i love house music obviously Um, i love a little bit of nightlife um, dining and all that but more importantly to bring it back into the work environment during the pandemic when we were all working remotely especially during the first couple of months i know i can speak for myself and my teammates that i previously worked with that we all missed the, what we called the stupid interactions in the office, whether that was bickering at one another on a Monday morning or one of us coming late and being like, aha, whatever, right? Like it's just those small moments that really actually make work fun. And we didn't have that anymore in the remote environment. And that's why I would say if you work in sales, I think that's really hard and boring to work in a remote setting. Whereas if you work in maybe PR or something that's maybe more creative you don't necessarily feel the need to be around people as much especially if you are the creative so that's just kind of a comparison i had but i think again if you really do a deep dive into what we are made for regardless if you are an introvert or extrovert it really comes down to us interacting with one another and having that social setting that allows us to really find a deep connection with someone and that's in both your romantic relationships as well as your friendships and of course with your colleagues right i mean i know that can be hard considering the example i had mentioned earlier with one of my girlfriends who works in an industry that is different from her personality outside of work but regardless we are made to socialize with one another and ultimately be a community on this earth which i'm not trying to get all woo woo about but that's ultimately what we're here for. So if you kind of break that down and recognize you will need that no matter what part of life you are in, that is a great way to kind of take one stronger step towards finding your own internal fulfillment and of course, building strong relationships. The last reason I have for meaningful relationships is that the key to sustainable happiness is fulfillment. And part of being fulfilled in life is the strength of your relationships. The first time I learned this, I was actually only a freshman in high school. I remember this vividly. And I remember like I was crying during that time because this teacher of mine, his name is Mr. Cox, he taught earth science. And man, I sucked at that class. (laughs) But I don't know the topic or the reason why my teacher had brought this up. But he was always a very deep philosophical guy, always very 
happy and loved what he did and his energy was really contagious and I remember at the time I was 14 maybe 15 but I was sitting in class and when he was talking to us about like the key to happiness is actually the strength in our relationships he also went on to say you could move to whatever state you want or move to a new city whatever it is no matter where you go you're still going to be unhappy if the strength of your relationships are not that strong and I was thinking about it because I remember when I was that age I had desperately wanted to be in California I felt like that was the place for me I felt like I was not necessarily unhappy uh, where I was but I mean then again like where I grew up in Pennsylvania is just so utterly different than where I live now and just the personality that I have so I think my personality in the environment I grew up in was not suitable but nonetheless I will say like I don't think I had that great of friendships in high school either and I think high school is that time period that many of us can struggle with especially that's why there's depression and there's a lot of that um, you know being discussed in high school but I really connected with what my teacher said because I recognized at that time like I didn't have strong friendships and I thought about it too like if I were to move to California tomorrow right like would I actually be happier you know as a 14 year old like I might be like oh my gosh I'm at the beach now and I live in sunny California but then the moment I have it I realized like, yeah, that happiness or that quick fix would probably go away within a couple of days or a week because once you have it, it's like, okay, who is there to celebrate with me or who is there to like go explore California with me now or who is there for me to spend my time with, right? Like it's still going to be a very lonely path and even though I live in Los Angeles on my own and I don't have, you know, necessarily a huge friend group out here, But I have such a wide network of people that I connect with online that it doesn't feel lonely. And so I find that statement ironic when I first heard that as a 14-year-old and then realizing that a second time when I was a junior in college during that lower chapter of my life. And I learned it again from Tony Robbins. He had mentioned that, you know, in order to be happy, you have to be fulfilled. And I think... As a 20-year-old at the time, I was like, how do you be fulfilled? I remember being like, huh, this is so interesting because I had heard this when I was a freshman in high school that the key to being happy and being fulfilled long-term has nothing to do with your career, how much money you make, how big your house is, what the view is outside of your window because all of that means nothing if you don't have strong relationships within your life and at the time when I was a junior in college like I said earlier I didn't have friends I had recently gone through a really difficult breakup and it really felt like Emily Elizabeth starting from zero and I'm so grateful that I was able to start from zero because I have built up from that moment and I always told myself then that I will never feel as mentally alone and ultimately depressed on a certain scale as I did at that time because the reason why I was that alone was because, again, I hate to be redundant, but I really didn't have 
relationships or anyone to talk to or to spend time with or to you know even feel understood right like even if I had surface level friends I could not dive deeper with them and that's why it's so important to have friends and a community of people that not just think alike but are able to offer you different wisdom and different opinions from you but it ultimately comes back because they have similar values and or principles as you and again that's also something I learned from the book principles by Ray Dalio so I would say definitely consider everything I spoke about today in just how you feel about your life right now whether whether you are extremely happy or you feel extremely fulfilled like what is the real reason you know like think about your relationships whether that's with your mom dad boyfriend husband girlfriend best friends whatever like you know, think about how those relationships are. And then also vice versa. Maybe you realize you're in a rut and you do not feel that fulfilled or happy, right? I think at this age, more of us might be using the word happy. But if you're not happy, try to dive deeper than the surface level stuff like, oh, I'm not happy because... I don't have this car or I don't I didn't get this job or I don't have enough money to move here you know what I mean like yeah if you think about it if you're able to actually attain those things tomorrow do you really think you would actually be happier like marginally happier you know what I mean um and maybe again it's in part because you don't have that strong of a relationship with people in your life or maybe you just don't have any at all and I think this is a great time especially kind of like halfway through the year and as things have pretty much fully opened up it's a great time to go and explore and go find those new friendships and if you're wondering well how and where do I find these people honestly I spoke about this in a previous episode but I had a girl out in LA reach out to me because she found me on this mutual page that we're both following called book thinkers and I guess it's just irony that you know she found me she also happened to live in LA and we're similar age and so it just worked she reached out to me asked to grab coffee and then we hit it off and then we got dinner recently as well and I think that's awesome like I used to do that when I was a junior in college I reached out to people you know on campus off campus people that were older than me I was definitely not afraid to reach out to people that were couple years older than me and already graduated just because I feel like the way I was thinking about life was already in that realm and a lot of people in college again in your own age demographic on average typically think more in a certain framework right they're still focused on drinking partying enjoying college enjoying the moment which is really great like I still advise to partake in some things in college but especially if you are a junior senior or just graduated or even a couple years out of college this is a great time to build the foundation of new relationships and go find people that are like-minded whether it's because they read the same books or they like the same music or they have the same values as you they wear the same clothes like whatever it is like I'm not kidding I narrow it down as micro as that and that is how I have found my incredible friends today and honestly I think that's also the reason why I continue to attract those people into my life today that was all I had for today on this episode talking about why I 
put my focus on cultivating meaningful relationships and I hope this helped you think about your own relationships and perhaps the moments when you feel unhappy, unfulfilled, and a little bit lost and maybe this is an eye-opener for you to really go and find and cultivate those relationships that are going to be more deep and meaningful than your current ones. Before you head out, be sure to check out the podcast merchandise. I recently launched a new crew neck as well as the daily journal that you have been hearing about for the past couple of weeks and just as a special thank you I know there's a lot of you guys who have been listening for a while now I just want to say thank you for your support for listening to this podcast engaging with me on the social media accounts and all of that so with that being said I want to give you guys a 15% off promotion code just enter thank you 15 at checkout for 15% off any of the merchandise Again, you can find all of this at whatfulfillsyou.com. All of the links will be in the show notes as well as the podcast Instagram. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll chat with you all next time.